This is FIA Goes PC. We're at episode 22, which is amazing. Can't believe it. Double twos. It's very good. I am here with, before they break the veil of mystery. <laughs> oh, it's getting close. I am here with the Unicorn Slayer, a.k.a. Pete. Say hello. Hello. I'm also here with Urban Oracle, a.k.a. Shaq. Say hello. Greetings. And of course, we're here with our producer, Okay, Winifred, say hello. Hello. And I'm your host, Rebel Zen, okay? Danny, hi. And we've just, straight from YouTube, That's we, we've literally been to YouTube, it's a, it's a universe, and we are back from it, without a frame around us, and we're in secrecy. We're all voices. Even though I'm constantly saying <laughs> that you can watch us, maybe you can. Maybe you've got the ability to, I don't know. I don't someone's know. someone's hidden something in here that we just don't know about. Oh, I'm pretty sure we know about it. <laughs> They have eyes on us everywhere, don't they? Uh, yeah. It's usually flies. Um, I feel like we've got a little bit more freedom here. We're not stuck inside a square on a screen. <laughs> that is true. I mean, YouTube world is pretty heavy. Yeah. It is. Mm. You feel framed in it. Mm. Yeah. It wasn't me. No, it wasn't, I was wasn't, framed. We were innocent. Totally framed. And it's just so Too weird. Rabbit. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's weird that people are watching you and you're looking at them through a lens. Mm. They don't know that you can see them through the lens, but we can. It's a two-way mirror. Every single one of them. Yeah, every single one of them. Yeah, oh, every single that. three of them. What are you talking about? <laughs> so thanks to our three listeners for uh, coming in. <laughs> three viewer <laughs> listeners. Well, yes. It's like you were a viewer and then you put your glasses on and they blacked you out and now you're listening. You see what I'm saying? No. Not a clue. No. <laughs> okay, good. This is great. Swiftly on. This is great. <laughs> so our topic is vacation. And we, we've discussed our favourite vacations, which is very good. I think it's only fair that we discuss the general public, just to set it up, in countries that we all are from, have roots in. Because I think it's it's kind of wrong if we start articulating around the world. <laughs> With this podcast, it last about three years. So... What it is, is uh, we decided we needed to separate from the travel episode, episode 10 of this here podcast, and obviously wanted to do something a bit different. So what we're going to do is the top 10 packaged holidays you can find in various countries that we know about. So I had to do a bit of research for this, and there obviously isn't like a top 10 list. And if there is, it's probably biased to whatever. So what I did was <laughs> I looked at various resources, as you should when you do research, Looked at newspaper sites, reviews, top 10, whatever, you know, uh, posts, TripAdvisor, Expedia, uh, as well as different travel agencies and what packages they offer. And I sort of came up with a list of what is most popular and also the best deals. So there's a value. Orientation. Uh, yeah, yeah, orientation. Okay, so where shall we start? I think we should start closest to home. We should start with the UK first, because that represents... Three of us, we're the majority. Well, before I start, where do you guys think would be like the top locations that people want to go to on holiday when they look for package deals? From the UK? Mm-hmm. Uh, Spain, mm. France, mm. America, um, Italy. Mm. I definitely think India will be there because people are going to go quite a lot these days. Mm. They Egypt go, as well, go. Egypt, really? Egypt's That's, dropped. It used it? to be, because um, oh. they have a lot of problems in Egypt, Egypt with the, uh, the the plane that got blew up mm. and things like that. Uh, but it used to be. 
One of the places I thought that would be on the list was uh, Ibiza, mm. and it's not. Yeah. Mm. I was surprised. Well, <laughs> Ibiza could be considered Spain. Yeah. Well, it is, yeah. Well, yeah, it's an island. Well, anyway, shall I Spanish reveal origin. the list? Of course, I've yeah. <laughs> compiled. <laughs> okay. Actually, the top three places that I looked at was in Spain, of which is kind of strange. First is the Costa del Sol, which mm. Danny always mentioned through the podcast. Another is uh, Mallorca. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another one was a golf resort in Cadiz. Yeah, Cadiz. Yeah. yeah. Cadiz. So, I mean, again, I'm looking at various sites and various resources, mm. and it could be that this particular golf course is offering extra good deals mm-hmm. to people, and that's why it's on, you know. It's a famous resort. Yeah. There you go. I'm surprised Benidorm isn't on it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, my grandparents are there about three times a year. Yeah. Mm. They're in the series. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, they should be. And if they're not... I'd watch that, definitely. It's based on them. Yeah, for sure. So Wait, Those aren't your grandparents in the series? No, no. it's no. not. Oh, dear. You'd have a lot of grandparents <laughs> if it was. Um, but basically, like, so the top three. Uh, this is not in any particular order. I'm just ordering it so, you know, explaining it's easier. But three of the top ten right. is in Spain, yeah. That's, that, that doesn't surprise me. No. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then uh, the next sort of group that I've made is um, Tenerife, Malta, Maldives. Oh, Maldives. Mm. Maldives, yeah. Mm. yeah well, good, good for you, England. <laughs> and the UK yeah Maldives. I didn't realise we, we, we could afford no as a, as a group to absolutely. all go to the Maldives <laughs> no absolutely not but uh, fair play yeah but they're quite similar I think very islandy kind of well Maldives is, is tropical yeah, so yeah. it's not really similar but I, I see what I mean yeah. it's well, Tenerife Spain, isn't it? Tenerife is one of the Canary Islands Canary Islands yeah, Islands, yeah. Mm. same as Ibiza <laughs> followed by uh Turkey and Greece, where mm. there are lots of resorts. So obviously with package yeah. deals. We, we're quite one for resorts, mm-hmm. aren't we? Mm-hmm. Possibly because we like the last resort. <laughs> and that's our <laughs> ultimate goal, to find the last lots resort. Lots of uh, golf resorts in um, Turkey. Mm-hmm. Is there? Yeah, apparently. Interesting. I'm not a golfist, so uh, mm-hmm. I wouldn't, that's what they call them, isn't it? Golfer. You mean golfer? Sorry. A golfist? It's a golfist. I've never quite figured out how to use a golf bat properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's different from a cricket club, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as far as I can see, cricket clubs are places where they just sit around and drink tea. All yeah, and it lasts days. And they talk about insects. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, and that noise they make. So, uh, yeah. What was the matter? I'm good. It's crazy. <laughs> so yeah, golf. Well. Yeah. You know, Scotland especially is, is the origins of golf. Mm-hmm. It's created in Scotland. That's strange for an outdoor sport. It really is, isn't it? Yeah. That doesn't involve killing people. Um, <laughs> Correct. Because, you know, you got to... throwing things. Yeah. Big trees, mm-hmm. for example. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the thing about Scotland. And it's something people don't understand, really. But they're lumberjacks. They get rid of the trees manually uh, <laughs> by tossing them. Over their shoulder, Highland Games. Yeah, mm. is that is that why they shout four? Because I've got like four already thrown. That, <laughs> might, be. that might be that might be the four. origins of golf. You never know. But um, it's quite amazing because, like, obviously, pretty much on a PGA tour, Scotland's famous St Andrews, right, is a famous uh, place for golfing, and yet we're trying to implement it in warmer climates around the world. It's so away Scotland, world domination. There you go, not to you lot. Um, so yeah, so we're up to uh, last two. Yeah, uh, the Caribbean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Dubai. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's 
that's come into fashion quite recently, hasn't it? I mean, if you go to Birmingham Airport, which is our local one here, it's pretty much a hub to the UAE and Dubai. It's crazy. Like most of the uh, air traffic, most of the people coming through Birmingham now are coming out of the UAE. So it's got really popular. And it's difficult to understand if that's half a business opportunity Mm -hmm. or if it is actually a vacation, like a holiday. Mm -hmm. Really quite hard to to assess because Dubai is kind of the new Hong Kong. In the 80s, Hong Kong was exactly that trip. Everyone Mm -hmm. went there to do, you know, some kind of import-export business or set up businesses or something like this. The UAE has become that hotspot. But um, it's surprising that Turkey's got golfing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, looking at oh, the yeah. list, like I said, it's very apparent that, well, a lot of British people like the sun and the sand. Yeah, because we just don't have it. Yeah, and when, when you say... <laughs> well, we have it. Yeah. We, so we have it one day. For, for one day, and we have sand as gravel. It's very different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here. Yeah, yeah. One thing I would like to know is if a Turkish guy ever dreams of Blackpool. Can you imagine? We've got a kid, say, being, or a Spanish person. Oh, I'd love to go to Newcastle. I'd, I'd love to see him. <laughs> Where do I see that? Yeah, <laughs> work, working in a restaurant, it does shock me when people say, yeah, I'm here on holiday. I had a couple of ones from California. Yeah. And they'd come to Birmingham. They're probably our friends, holiday. mate. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me wrong, I love Birmingham, but I don't see why you'd go for No, Pete, it's an interesting thing that you're saying. And this is a bit of a segue before we leap to our next country. But it's interesting what you're saying because I have noticed so much um, more presence of Americans in the UK, like yeah. in this area of the UK. Yeah. And it's almost like they're listening to my advice. God <laughs> bless them. Because when I say always venture out of London, mm-hmm. it's getting quite unique. Like we can walk now to Birmingham, even Worcester or whatever, and hear the accent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's quite nice, really. What's the matter with them? I don't know. What's, what is what punishment are you serving? <laughs> but it's it's funny, isn't it? They must have lost a bit. They must they have lost have a bit. And they said, "Go Birmingham." Yeah, yeah. go Birmingham. Or, or, <laughs> or they think, or they think it's Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> they like got the wrong flight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the accent's weird. We got that down. Uh, it's a little quaint. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, we're all a bit different here. No, I think it's quite interesting. I think what's happening quite a lot, especially in the Los Angeles uh, living there, one thing that was quite amazing for me is I've got over a decade experience in LA, so I've seen the curve, I've seen the grow of the British expats in America. When I first arrived there, we were really few and far between and often vilified in movies because politically at the time, the climate wasn't we are their buddies, their allies and all this. It was more like... You keep snubbing us and we hate you and you owe us money. <laughs> Therefore, we're going to give you all the bad guy roles, you know. Anthony Hopkins, Hannibal yeah. Lecter, Gary mm. Oldman, all this stuff. <clears throat> but it was always the Shakespearean actors who played the villains, you know. And it's very interesting. I think it, there was turnaround, sadly. Um, <laughs> it's not sad, it's kind of weird. But there was turnaround when uh, Patrick Stewart becomes a captain of a Star Trek series. That was the glimmer of hope we were getting. But then mm. politically, especially George W. Bush, we became so linked as an ally with the whole terrorist war and terror stuff mm. that it all changed the sentiment. It was that pathetic in politics. <laughs> we suddenly became, we're brothers from a different mother, you know. And yeah. it was just so weird because it took about two years. Mm. And then everyone 
started to turn up. You know, it became the cost of our soul. <laughs> but it was there to do a job. You're there to work in the industry. Very yeah. few people were there yeah. to be tourists. Just to expand on your point a little yeah. bit, there was, um, like, in American shows that I watch, in all of them, most of the ones that I watched before, there wasn't really any British people. But yeah. the newer ones that are starting up now always have, like, a British yeah. sidekick yeah. somewhere. <laughs> and so we've become, really, really in cool. a weird way, we've become yeah. one of the ethnic groups of America just <laughs> by being British. Because <laughs> we're all kind of, just speakers, you're so stupid. Karen's <laughs> yeah. speaking. Everything you say is so funny. And I'm like, I'm just telling you, like, real serious stuff right now. <laughs> yeah, but that is really funny. Keep speaking, you know. Poke you with a stick. You're really, you're I a novelty. Your yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> it's... the queen. No, I'll tell you what's really weird, because LA is kind of cosmopolitan. It's very much an international place, like New York, really. Um, now, it wasn't, but it has become that very much in the last 20 years, for sure. But it's, it was funny because if you go to the weird out-of-the-way places, Ventura or, or somewhere that's further up the coast, uh, Santa Barbara, Ventura, something like this, you're still a novelty. If you turn up in, say, Florida or South Carolina, something like this, I, I think Florida, they're used to us in Orlando, mm. but you go south of that into the boonies. If you went to, like, a gas station or something like this, they'd be quite fascinated with your voice. But it was especially strange when I was in Ventura because I walked into a bookshop and the staff there had never heard a, a British accent for real. They'd always heard an interpretation. They had all of their mates. So it's not just young, you know, young staff coming out going, ah, oh, ah, oh, speak, speak, speak. <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, really? Really? Just It's just me. It's kind of weird. But that's the thing that's funny. And I, I find it's quite an amazing thing that's happening reverse and this is down to especially california there is such a big push for british tourism mm. like you know with, with bond they did a tie-in where there was a big double decker that pulled into hollywood and highland which is the mall and, and the hollywood walk it came up close and it was just selling british holidays and then if we as a commission pay out the uh, advertisement rights in california they throw out a British, you know, come to Britain and all this stuff. It's funny because they actually have a Californian promotion in California um, that we sometimes get here. It's on quite late and it's full of stars. You had Rob Lowe on it when Schwarzenegger was yeah, governor. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. on it at the end. And you have all of these stars saying, come to California, we're a bit this, we're a bit that. It actually plays when you're in LA. So it's like reaffirming <laughs> you, being there. You're like, oh yeah, I'm Californian, man. It's cool. <laughs> Um, and so, like, it's really weird because our British equivalent, you don't really experience this until you leave the country for a number of years. So you got Virgin Atlantic, which is hip and happening, it's cool, but they very rarely need to advertise because they're such a predominant company. Then you'll get the British Airways adverts, and it's very Marks and Spencers, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's very official and formal and quite bland. Our British adverts are like that. And there's this room of Americans I was with going, yeah, I want to come to Britain. That's amazing. But it's really boring. I'm like, really? You want to eat really? So he's got this pan and sweep, this dramatic Spielberg shot going over the Cape of our green grass, you know. Yeah. And you just see a couple of sheep and I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And they're all like, that looks amazing. I'm like, it's a field with sheep. What is your problem? You know, but it's, it's quite amazing how the world works because the fact they're turning up I think that's a great thing. Yeah. I think it's getting, it's, you should always look at that like optimistically because I think a lot of Americans, like we'd go to California or Florida or something like this to have a fantasy holiday. Mm -hmm. There's no truth to anything of it. We don't want to go there for truth. We want to ride a big banana and we want to, you know, poke 
fake sharks with sticks or something like this. Um, go to a theme park and see Harry Potter, which must have been a trip for you. But you, you got that kind of vibe, whereas here I think they come for a stark reality check. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Grimm. Everything's too fantasy yeah. with them, so they yeah. have to bring it back well, down. Well, you get all of that stuff, like if you're ever in London, they get so confused by the tube trains that they're like, where the hell are we, Nancy? I don't know. I don't know where we are. You've got the map. You, know, you get that every day in London. And then you suddenly turn up and there's... They finally get out of the tube, which is almost a sentence that's basically like putting people through purgatory. When you get out of the thing, they're in the city, and the weather's so crap. It's just raining. They're like, isn't this amazing? You don't, <laughs> they just love this. And they're like, we don't get this where we're from. I'm like, what is the matter with you? You know, I want to be baking it. Oh, I have suntan and all of this stuff. Anyway, it's just funny. It's just how the world works. It's quaint. It is. <laughs> but I, I really, get, I, I'm really thankful when Lisa and Chris turn up. Mm. We mentioned Lisa on YouTube. They turn up from California. It was the first time I think Lisa's been out of the USA. And so when she turned up here, uh, I mean, she's been to Mexico, but, you know, California's Baja is very similar. But when she turned up here, it was cold. It was the worst time to come here, October. But I got to see vicariously through them what they find unique about the UK. And it actually blows my mind, really, because you can see it. You get that kind of appreciation, mm -hmm. you know. I suppose it's super wonderful. Like, I mean, if you've come from California where all you see is really sand colours and kind of fake grass, <laughs> palm trees, of course, one of the most beautiful skylines when you see the palm trees, rose and stuff. But when you turn up in the UK, it's got to be that it's tropical in cold fashion. So I suppose it is quite an amazing experience mm -hmm. to see it. And I got, a, I got a wind of it when I came back from living in Hong Kong for five years because you get so used to that city and that world that when you suddenly come here, it seems louder in total rural areas. You know, like you're in the middle of the countryside and the only thing you can really hear is a sheep five <laughs> miles in the back garden or something like this, barring in the distance or an owl or something like this. It feels so much louder mm. than if you're in Hong Kong, which is a city. You're always hearing noises. But it's that kind of stark nothingness, and it, be, it, mm. it it's really weird feeling. And yeah. to see everything like it's new, that was mm. quite amazing. I remember that got to me that one of the one of the first times that we actually went out to a, a, a to a different was it city? No, not even town. City, to a different town. town. Yeah, 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 you had that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of showed up, and I was like, I I, I can't hear anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't well, it's like um, going to Avoncroft. Yeah, was that, yeah. And, and it was quite interesting with you because I'd never. Again, that's like the culture shock of that. It's like you've never really lived in the rural countryside. No. So, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's yeah, when I was there, I was just like, okay, I heard something and now I don't hear anything. It's like there's <laughs> when you're in the city, there's like a constant hum sort yeah. of. Like there's constantly something. There's that you can always, hear. yeah, you're right. There's yeah. always an alarm, an ambulance, exactly. someone yelling. Exactly. There's always certain, but it's, I mean, Hong Kong, it's, it's always drilling. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard so many drills in my life. Like you wake up every day, someone's drilling the wall and you're like, and it can't be a drill. It's got to be power tools, but they all sound like drills. Yeah. And I'm like, do they make things by just drilling them out? <laughs> like it's totally weird every day, you know? Mm. Um, but it's, it is that thing. Cause in the rural side of uh, uh, the UK and stuff, it is, it is that it, it's sort of, 
you suddenly hear life and every little detail of it's quite terrifying. You don't know if it's a jaguar or a puma or something <laughs> in the bushes. Mm. When you've when you've forgotten it, mm. when you're from there, you're used to it all. But when you come back to it, you're like, geez, this is terrifying. And you realise we don't have jaguars and pumas over here. <laughs> uh, well, you have pumas. I wear them on my feet. Anyway, so, yes. Next one is USA, just shall to, we do? Just to wrap up. Oh, the UK. UK holidays. <laughs> We've just come back to the UK, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just to wrap up the holidays, these are package holidays. So I think, like you guys mentioned, uh, France and Italy and places like that, I think people don't get package holidays. Rather, they just get the mm. flight mm, and yeah. then, like, Airbnb or whatever. So yeah. th- that's not on the list. Yeah, but, you know. yeah, that's becoming a trend now is yeah. to the exploring mm-hmm. side of DIY. Us. But I think you're right in, in a package holiday sense, like the resorts and stuff, we do do that. Yeah. That's our thing. People mm-hmm. like the all-inclusive element, so you don't yeah. actually need to go anywhere. So you yeah. eat on Well, it's the culture we have of Butlins and yeah. Centre Parks, mm-hmm. but we apply it yeah. yeah. I'll be the, the first one to say I absolutely love all-inclusive. Like, <laughs> yeah. the fact that I can just, like, sit somewhere where I can just fish, get off, grab a drink, come back, and then carry on fishing. Like, I love that. Ugh. <laughs> I need to do that when, when, when I'm old. You can do that in Birmingham. Yeah. <laughs> Just take them with you, and then you don't even need to get up. <laughs> okay, let's move on. <laughs> so the USA we should do next. Yes. So uh, four people in the States. It was interesting. Five of them are within the USA. So we've got New York City, Las Vegas, Disneyland, Orlando, San Francisco, and Hawaii. It's Disney World, Orlando. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Disneyland and Disney World. The, Disney you get is packed. in Florida, isn't it? Disneyland is in California. Disney World ah. as a resort is in Florida. Then mm. maybe I should say Disney package holidays. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Disney kingdoms. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, what I found interesting, because there's a lot of focus on New York, they tend to focus on a, sort of a theme thing. So you can get a package holiday to New York to see the Metropolitan Opera or to go to a specific area like Soho. Mm. Oh, wow. That's kind of interesting. That is interesting. So it's like a themed, you go there for that. Yeah, you know? slice of Manhattan life. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Las Vegas, I think, that's, that's as expected. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's interesting because I when we thought about doing this, I always thought that America would be very internal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's continent size and there is so much diversity in land. Doesn't surprise me at all. I think the Winnebago yeah, trip is pretty much one of the top ones as well. Mm-hmm. Grabbing uh, your Winnebago, your... Road uh, trip. Yeah, yeah, and just doing a whole tour, you know. Well, also the fact that I think it's still true that about 50% of Americans don't own a passport. Yeah. Yeah. Purely because you don't need to leave America. Yeah, it's true. You, From what I've seen, you've got absolutely everything there. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much that you can want. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying... Well, I mean, don't travel because I think you should get I out think, and experience Yeah, yeah, well. I think east to west. I think, in my eyes, from my experience with American uh, people from different places... I think most young people will do the back that their life ambitions to do the backpacking trip yes. through Europe at least once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost a rite of passage, really. Um, some people save that till they're older so they can do the tourism stuff. And there is a lot of exposure into Europe. A lot of people will do it through a cruise, mm-hmm. which is happening more frequently because of that resort thing that we're talking about. But it's it, it is, I think the majority of people will always. They even stay in the States, a lot of them. Uh, so they'll say, like, I remember living in South Carolina, a big annual trip would be going to Myrtle Beach, which is the party capital of, you know, the East Coast. It's crazy. It's where all this spring break stuff happens, and it's just absolutely mad down there. 
So they'll they'll all be inland. They'll be in a, like uh, the cities around and stuff like this, and they'll go to the coast, or they'll go to North Carolina, like Charlotte, uh, Wilmington, places like this. So you always stay in your state. In Florida, for example, if you're from Orlando, you'll go to Miami, you yeah. know, or Tampa or something like <laughs> There's this. There's enough to explore. Yeah, there yeah. really there is. Really but state by state in California, I mean, yeah. when you realize what America has state by state, you, you're almost like, well, why even leave the state, yeah. really? I mean, you got San Francisco, you know, going down San Diego, yeah. everything mm-hmm. like this. San Fran is a hot spot. Mm. Well, most Californians will do the wine route. Mm. So Ventura County, and they'll go into uh, all of the stuff you see in uh, Sideways, which became a huge thing after the movie was released, um, where everyone goes into wine counties, you know, Mm -hmm. Napa Mm -hmm. Valley, etc. Which, sadly, just survived a crazy fire, didn't it? But you're getting, basically, it's funny, because California, essentially, even if you're in LA, you can go snow, you can go skiing, in your state you can do all of that in one day it's crazy mm-hmm. so there you go mm-hmm. uh, the next group I have is uh, well South America so Colombia and Mexico interesting mm-hmm. yeah so that's not too surprising either well, but uh, yeah. specifically for Mexico in Cancun they have a resort there as well so uh, kids club water park yeah. that's, that's popular for the um, the British people that go over to yeah. Mexico as well yeah. I know yeah. a fair few people that have been to Cancun mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah well, it's, it's interesting because the, the Mexican border, so Texas, for example, mm-hmm. that, that obviously don't go down there, it's very close. You get that cultural exchange. Yeah. Uh, the Baja in California is a completely different kettle of fish because it's a different sort of culture of Mexico, to be honest. But I think that you get a lot of people now pushing south, even like Argentina, go to Brazil, mm-hmm. things like this are happening a lot more frequently now, which is great. It, mm-hmm. it shows you the progression of where things are Argentina super cold and it's funny because every time you think South America you think the whole of it's going to be subtropical amazing you know Mexico Brazil Aztec Inc and all this stuff yeah. but Argentina is real close to the South Pole man. Yeah. so it's almost like you go there to freeze eh? yeah. mm-hmm. well, um, Colombia surprises me because mm-hmm. you don't really see it as a massive tourist destination mm. well that's because they it's going to sound super controversial Here we it's go. because uh, marijuana is legalised now ah. in California <laughs> so it's just they're all going there for their you know. so is that where it needs oh, it's the okay. Amsterdam of South America isn't it it's like I'm only joking. No, I think it's the coffee trays. There's, there's loads of stuff to do in Colombia. Mm, yeah. It's got a lot more liberal. There is still troubles in, mm. in areas, but I think one thing that I'm really... Because my best mate uh, growing up did a whole South American... One of his life ambitions was to do a whole South American backpack. And I was like, are you mad? You know, are you crazy? <laughs> and he's like, nah, man, that's totally cool. But he actually did that, like, not much planning. He was there for a year, and he just went from everywhere to everywhere. Brilliant. And, uh, yeah, and the stuff he brought back when he showed us what Mm. he'd done blew my mind, because it isn't what you expect. And I think that's where we're living now. We're starting to get a bit more, hmm, what's down south, you know? Did he he go out like, a set amount of money, or did he just wing it and just say, oh... No, he definitely saved up. He had um, enough, but I think they did... I think he coached skiing. Mm. I think they made... It was almost like the military thing. You drop in a place, see what you can do as an odd job, Mm. get a bit of extra cash and keep going. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. Hmm. I thought he'd do Australia. I always thought he'd do the Australian thing. Yeah. Uh, but he did that. And I'm surprised, actually, Australia didn't come up in the uh, British holidays. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, 
Because a lot of people do that more of a year out. Don't well, it's they? the furthest place for us to get to, isn't it? And therefore, the airport. <laughs> yeah, so I think... It's the furthest, furthest place for anyone to get most to. Most people would just get the flight and then figure it out when they get there. Well, as you know, to get a if any New Zealanders are listening, the thing about Australia is uh, it might be close to New Zealand, but it's still the furthest place they'd ever want to go to uh, that's near them because they never want to go to Australia. <laughs> they'd rather go to Los Angeles and here and fair play to them. No, I'm joking. Um, okay, but, just yeah. to finish this list off. Yes, America. Um, I was surprised that London wasn't on this list but again maybe it's the definition of package holidays mm, mm. however what's surprising was Ireland yeah no that doesn't that, surprise no, me really doesn't. yeah yeah because they have lots of flights yeah, so they have you know, lots of oh, yeah. groups yeah, yeah there's one of the biggest groups of uh, white America is Irish yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, so you think Ireland, about Boston, which is hugely yeah, Irish, you know, Massachusetts, yeah. area, New England, all this. There's so many Irish people in America. Well, the biggest Paddy's Day Parade is, uh, yeah. is it Boston? I think they probably were the ones that made it the festival it is, mm-hmm. to be fair, the American Irish. Because the Irish Irish, but there's just another day of the it's, week to get drunk, isn't it? It's definitely <laughs> in. It's definitely in America because the second biggest parade is actually Birmingham's. Yeah. yeah, but it's, then, I think Chicago yeah. had a big... Chicago, sh- Chicago, yeah, yeah, because Chicago, yeah, um, they die there. Uh, they die the River yeah, Green, they, yeah. yeah, they do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shout year. out to Duncan. Wee! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we have another themed one. I, I kept seeing this one. It's like Taste of Italy. So basically, it's a tour around Italy. Yeah. Rome, mm, Venice, Florence. But that's yeah. for the same reason, yeah, you see. Yeah, yeah. You see, what you're finding, and this is quite good, is the diversity in, in the holidays. Because in the UK... We just go to go and get drunk somewhere that's a bit warmer than what we've got. <laughs> to be fair, that's what we do. A yeah. lot, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And if you're going to do a uh, uh, sports holiday, American, if you do sports holidays, extreme sports, they'll be doing rock climbing, all kinds. Because they're Americans, they're cool. We do golf, <laughs> uh, which is basically you can get drunk in a car and smack stuff all day. That's fine. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Easy. You know. We grow up doing it. Yeah. And we carry on doing yeah, it. Yeah, slightly like warmer. Just whack stuff and drive in your car and, you know, drive over a couple of things on the ground. Whatever. Yeah. It's all good. Um, but that's, that's what we do. So one thing that's interesting is you might be seeing in the, in the package holiday a theme of ethnicities going back to their mm-hmm. roots. South America being Mexico, that's definitely a California yeah. thing, more and Texan thing. Uh, you might also be finding that the, the Italian thing is because of a massive amount of Italian-Americans. Yeah. In fact, I find it very, it'd be very weird to think that the USA platonically, um, anyone who's sort of... Well, there isn't anyone that's not of an ethnicity background, really. But if you're saying, like, the Irish-Americans probably wouldn't go to Italy, to be honest. Mm. So you'd, you'd think that is more about the ethnicity groups going mm. back to their roots. That's an interesting Yeah. 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 Interesting. Uh, the final one is a transatlantic cruise. Which is very non-specific. Uh, well, this one, this one. Well, as long as you're not doing it in 1912 on a certain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but yeah. Um, I think it was interesting that this came up because we haven't talked about cruises yet. Mm. As well, a holiday. No, I think I did mention it, um, but cruise ships are for America. Because yeah. when we were talking about what do you think Americans uh, do, I said cruises. They have one of the biggest cruise lines, you see. Mm. And, um, like, I think it's Royal Caribbean, I think, or something like this. But they have quite a few lines. Uh, I think they've just bought out P&O, actually, mm. the Americans. Mm. But basically, like, to me, it's it's a very American sensibility cruise. You mentioned the Titanic, which was a joint kind of setup. We created the whole thing. Irish built it. 
and that they'd was, been, that was his first trip. Yeah, they'd mm. been doing it a few. Like it wasn't the first boat to do that, but that it was wasn't. the first boat that scale and that size. It was the most luxurious and yeah, yeah, biggest. Yeah, it was the original like, cruise. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. So um, one thing that's quite interesting is to me, like transatlantic. Mm. That could be anywhere. That could be to Canada. That could be to you know. Yeah. Again, I mean, the thing is, transatlantic especially. Um, what do you do? I mean, in a you, way, you, it's all include. It's like the all inclusive package holiday, I guess. It is, yeah. but you're then stuck on the boat <laughs> for however long it takes to get over. I mean, it's not long nowadays, is it? Let's be honest. But I mean, I can, but it's still I, a week. Still, mm. it's still about a week. Yeah, pretty, I can see the ones that might stop off at different ports every two or three days. You know, well, you transatlantic, as you're saying, Pete, the thing that's extraordinarily boring is you got ice, ice, mm-hmm. Iceland, yeah, ice, <laughs> ice, and uh, it might be Greenland uh, and Greenland <laughs> and ice, and ice, a um, uh, bit more ice, mm. and then a penguin. If you're lucky, is it still true that Iceland is the green one and Greenland is the ice? Iceland is a place you get frozen meals from, isn't it? <laughs> I'm trying and, to get some knowledge. <laughs> and Greenland's in Reddit. So, you know. The answer is yes. Yes, okay. Yes. Thank you. Notice, <laughs> yeah. But um, I think the interesting thing about the cruises, to answer you, Pete, is that the transatlantic stuff can be anything from Florida to, you know, any to the Keys yeah, almost. Yeah. It's anything in the Atlantic and you're moving to it. Chris Jericho, wrestler, is doing the first ever uh, wrestling and rock cruise. Nice. Because Kiss have the, their own cruise ship. Okay, I, so I, could, they, I could do this. Yeah, yeah, so Kiss <laughs> Kiss have their own cruise ship and have been doing the Kiss cruise year in, year out, mm. which is actually brilliant <laughs> concept. It's so vain and narcissistic. I love it. It's really good. But I think people are trying to get into it. You know, it'd be mm. like download on a boat. And That'd that, be awesome. Yeah, wouldn't it? That would be awesome. So when you think about that, I'm thinking this is the future. It'd be amazing. And especially climate change. That'll be the holiday of the future when we all live in boat houses. Think about it. We're in water world. I'm hoping we grow girls by then somehow and just breathe underwater. No, you don't need that. You need a snorkel. So easy. Anyway, so it's quite interesting. The American concept with cruises is they they show... They made it a big deal. It's like Vegas on the water now. And fair play to them. That's the interesting thing. I think when we think cruise ships, we think in the ferry to France and it's crap. (laughs) There's like three gift shops and a really rubbish buffet or something. No, no offence to uh, the fairies going to France. But it is pretty pants. It like, pretty offensive. It is, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's pretty offensive. The Dublin one's amazing. And I'll tell you why the Dublin one's amazing. Because I did the Dublin crossing from Wales to Ireland. That is cinema. And I kid you not, mm. at the time, Titanic was showing. On, oh, the, on, on the crossing, which is the first part of the same trip. That's a cool You know, Southampton or whatever. That is absolutely cool amazing so I'm like we should watch that but there wasn't enough time that's the even better thing there wasn't enough time to watch the film we'd have got some long enough crew, uh, yeah no it's about crew it's about journey. two and a half hours yeah you know Titanic's about three yeah, yeah exactly it's, it's, it was too long so I'm thinking we'd actually get in the film narrative to the point where the boat sinks and then it'll be over and it'll be like jeez crazy but anyway no it's kind of cool man so there is, I think cruises, I mean, there is literally everything you can imagine on a cruise ship. Everything. But it's, it's just like a resort. It is. It is. I'm yeah. not really but you do too, drop off. Yeah, I'm not too things. keen on the idea of cruises, but I've been mm. on one when I was younger because it was through the Three Gorges in China. And my parents were uh, insistent on taking us through this because it was 
a year before they built the dam, mm. which would have basically flooded this whole part okay. of uh, the river. So mm. it was quite historical in that sense. Well, just to set that up, if you've ever seen, if you've ever gone to, well, a lot of Chinese restaurants, right? And you've seen the uh, old Chinese pictures they have. Mm. If you've seen all the, the kind of mountainscapes, the, the three gorges come into those pictures an awful lot. It's mm. a very iconic Chinese sequence, very ancient. It's always hand-drawn and stuff. And it's funny because it's one of these weird places in Asia, like mountainscapes, especially by the sea, they're such an unusual shape, really weird. Like ours are kind of like what you draw when you're a kid, you know, something like a pyramid-ish. Theirs is just, it's just really weird formations, mm. absolutely breathtaking when you get into a place like Taiwan or Thailand and stuff. So yeah, anyway, so I'm surprised there's no Asian destinations for American. Yeah, not tourism. package. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I think it's because it's a bit more expensive, so it's not really the top. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's also that that's reserved for business mostly. Mm. Mm. But it is, I think the pattern in America makes a lot more sense than ours. Because yeah. <laughs> ours is literally England overseas, you know, it's <laughs> it's quite safe really. But um, that's pretty cool. It's good. Good on them. Good on America. Great. Right, so we're next on to Hong Kong, right? Yeah, last uh, list. Now, Asia's a big place, so being from Hong Kong, we're going to look at the... We're We're going to stick with Hong Kong, yeah. Yeah, we are. Because even just that list is massive. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Now, it's not really a list of 10, because it kind of splits into locations and region-themed. Now, I'll just explain that a bit. Let's start with um, places. So, obviously, being in Asia, lots of people love going to Japan, Korea, Singapore, Malaysia, Taiwan, and China, as well as, like, Thailand, Vietnam, and Indonesia. There's not really, like, a top, but there's so many different places. So, there'll be, like, a Hokkaido package holiday or Osaka package holiday. So, Mm. there's tons of places. And when I say themed, like, people go there to see the temples. There's shopping. There's food. There's, uh, you know, like beauty products and facial care in Korea, and there's Hello Kitty Land in Japan, there's Lego Land in Malaysia. There's a lot of um, activities. One of the things that I found interesting, uh, I'm going to focus a bit on China, is that it's landmark specific. So for example, if you're going to Beijing, one of the, the locations would be the Forbidden City, mm. or you know the Great Wall. Yeah. If you're going to... Uh, Henan area then is the Shaolin Temple. So they actually list specific yeah, locations yeah, yeah. for their package holidays. Um, and it's very linked to stories and histories and local exports. So you go to this place and you look at their tea exports. Mm. Well, so the, uh, the interesting thing about Hong Kong is having you know gone there, a lot of it's uh, affordability. I'm surprised you haven't mentioned Macau because that must be on the list of places that people go to. That's interesting because... On the travel sites that I've looked at, it's not about getting package holidays to Macau, but you can choose Macau as your origin location to go elsewhere. So mm. Macau is so close to Hong Kong that it's almost like... We're, you know, we're just one. Yeah, so, it's... Yeah. What I mean, it is and it isn't. It's mm-hmm. quite a lengthy yeah. boat trip. It's very easy and very cheap to get package holidays, so I think it's not even, you know... Yeah, it's more taken for granted, on, like a yeah. weekend's exactly, journey. Exactly, exactly. But it's, it's going down the road. Well, it's an interesting <laughs> because the, the, the construct of holiday in Hong Kong is so different. It really makes you understand that Asia is a continent, you see. Because mm. when we think of Asia, we we can't really see it. We think India is India and we think China is China. We don't see it as a... It's not Europe. 
Mm. You know, Europe, we're all kind of like just get in a car, get into a console and drive all the way through it. Mm. You can do the same in Asia, of course, but it gets really quite bizarre when you get to Hong Kong because there's so many scattered islands and there's so many things going on. And even now, like you're learning stuff all the time about um, how Asia works. You get that kind of string of Indonesia coming down in, as a group of islands connected almost directly to Malaysia. It was all Malaysia. So it's, it's just fascinating to see how it all works. Now, Thailand is pretty much Hong Kong, but it has a few differences. You know, it has a, a very much a broad culture in itself. It's very much a, a different thing. It's also interesting because Thailand's got the beaches. Yeah, you yeah. see, Hong Kong has re- rescinded beaches. They're not very wide. So a lot of them are also cordoned off because of sharks. Mm-hmm. So you'll find on like places that you can go and enjoy the beach, it's real thin strips of sand. So you can't really put a resort there. It's not that kind of a place. So for their summer holiday or their equivalent of Spain, Thailand mm-hmm. is a place. Yeah. Because you get very cheap deals. You can get some really amazing luxury, like a proper chalet house, which is almost like a tent teepee wooden (laughs) construct, right on your own private beach. Really quite breathtaking stuff for very affordable prices. And I think that's a key thing about Hong Kong because a lot of people that that basically don't have a lot of money, they can afford these little packages Mm -hmm and still experience something quite special. Taiwan's a huge location for that. Mm. Um, Taiwan's almost a nostalgia trip if you're from Hong Kong. I think it's like Hong Kong was when your grandparents were kids in a way. Mm. Not being disrespectful to Taiwan, there is a lot of stuff in Taiwan, like especially in Taipei, the building they've got, Taipei 101, is it? There, There is a lot of stuff that's similar though. And it's funny to me... It like, feels very old school, yeah, in a good way. Like, yeah. Well, Macau did. Like, mm-hmm. I, I was blown away. Like, the, the Chinese core of Macau is really old school, you know. It's really like walking into a movie set of a dynasty drama or something like this. The equivalent of Hong Kong's Wild West, almost. But then you have the European part, and it's like Portugal. It's really quite bizarre. And then you get the casino part, which is like Blackpool, almost. <laughs> um, it's a nod to Vegas. It isn't Vegas. Mm. It's more like Blackpool because of the integration of it. yeah. But in that one, it's really small. That's the thing. It's such a small location that you're getting in every square meter is something really vividly different. Mm-hmm. It's quite a shock on the senses. Some of it felt like Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet. You know how the set construction's really quite mm-hmm. stark and very stylized? Macau's quite a lot like that on the senses. It was quite an odd world. There is lots of reality there. In 24 hours, you see a lot of real stuff which is great you know it's it's an interesting place Mm -hmm. so i mentioned earlier that we also have region themed uh, holidays and i think it's basically trying to get the value for money especially with package holidays so you'll get like the australia and new zealand package yeah Mm -hmm. you know or the europe rail holiday Mm -hmm. so or a bus holiday that goes through you know certain european countries i found one that goes through uh, kazakhstan uzbekistan and kurdistan Kurdistan. (laughs) there you go (laughs) It's like, oh, I want to go to Eastern Europe. What kind of holiday can I... Well, it's also safe because that's super close. Like when there's the Orient Express, which still operates, you can join that through those areas as well um, because landlocked. But the other thing that was interesting is like obviously China, which is real close, Yunlong, that area, 
when you're sort of 10 miles away from the border and you can literally take a bus into Shenzhen, <laughs> people will go to, on there for business. There's a lot of people actually send their kids from Shenzhen to Hong Kong for school. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like border jumping every day yeah. almost. It would be so similar if you lived in the Alps and you have that borderline with Italy and Austria and all mm-hmm. of this and you just literally cross borders every day. You know, it's very similar life. But the thing about Shenzhen is... Um, there's a lot of Hong Kongers that will go there for a day holiday to just do business deals and get a million things, you know, or set up contacts. But it is still a holiday, essentially. Mm. Well, I've had friends say, oh, I'm just going over to Shenzhen, you know, have a have a dim sum lunch, get mm. a massage, buy a few books or whatever, shopping, and then come back home. Mm. Yeah, it's <laughs> interesting. Yeah. But like the thing that's also mind-blowing is you get these um, trains from Hong Kong that go through all the way into Beijing. It's an extremely long trip. And these are the, the trains, they're sleeper trains, so you got like bunk beds and stuff on I them. I think it takes 36 hours yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget, but God. some of my friends... I mean, they're not slow trains. These know. things go some. But it's like you only see that in two countries. America's got them. Mm. Downtown Los Angeles, Union Station. That's where all the connections come in. And you see the long haul tra- uh, trains and it literally is like a different world from what we know, you know, being on this small, tiny island of ours. Yeah. But in Hong Kong, when you get to that, um, the equivalent and you see these sleeper trains, it's pretty intense because mm. it's almost like you, you, that's when you're reminded. It's not because they're not like the tech is pretty high up there. But you kind of remind yourself of India when you get the long haul mm-hmm. trains and it's so crowded mm-hmm. yeah. because of the population, you know. I just feel like it's quite a throwback in a way. It's a very odd thing because you see all of the bunk beds and I don't envy anyone that's doing that. Like it's it's they not because... They have different grades depending on what yeah, you pay for. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it, like, I, it's something that I'm fascinated with, but I, I don't know if I'm... We're the wrong size, really. Um, <laughs> you know, because we're just like barely sit down on a chair so it's it's obviously there's a bit of that but i'm always fascinated by the ideology of that because mm. that mm. trip must be quite a fascinating trip yeah you know what i mean mm. so they literally connect all the way through yeah. everywhere in china it's crazy talking about package holidays um the other uh, contrast i saw like with asia as opposed to the west is that uh, we get two types of package holidays First is just what you guys expect, hotel, flight, maybe inclusive meal or whatever. Uh, but the things that I've mentioned so far, they are like guided tours. So it's a packed schedule. It's nothing yeah. relaxing like, yeah. you know, what Shaq likes. It's literally you have five days and you're going to see six countries. Well, that kind of a thing, this you know? is, And this is the kind of stuff that when you're in LA, you see uh, the Chinese tourism coming through. And even Hong Kong, you'll see a Hong Kong group and stuff like this, mostly mainland China. And that's the kind of schedule they're on. I've met a couple of it's people. It's not relaxing at all. No, no. <laughs> but I've met a couple of people on these tours and I'm almost like, I've asked them, you know, yeah. when I've been out there, like, what are you getting from this? Because in one day, they'll go to Hollywood, Hollywood Highland, do all of that. They'll probably go down, right down downtown, see all the Walt Disney concert hall mm. and all of this stuff, all the art galleries and all of that. I'll go to Little Tokyo in Chinatown just to laugh at it. You know, <laughs> you got that right, mate. Well done. Um, <laughs> it's just like being back at home. Not. Um, but you'll get that. And then they'll probably do something which is Disneyland the next day. And it's just so nuts. But the thing that blew my mind is 99.9% of the people on these tours are thrown together at the hotels together. Mm. So you'll be 
sleeping in a room with a bunch of strangers you never met of different age groups. Not quite, but... A lot of them do, like the mainland Chinese ones. I'm not saying Hong Kong. Hong Kong was interesting because when we were there, schools came through. Mm -hmm. So you actually have a school trip in Hollywood. Which I'm almost like, man, Shakespeare's obviously gone down on the top <laughs> 10 things to do. Because it used to be Stratford-upon-Avon, eh? Yeah, of course, yeah. And now it's just like, oh, it's boring. Let's go to Hollywood, yeah. And this is where the Oscars of are. Of course, it's a package holiday for students promoting the idea that you're going to learn English on this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. not a holiday. But it's also there's also um, LA Film School, which is actually an actual thing. The LA Film School has set up shop in Hong Kong. Mm. So that's kind of interesting to me. You're actually having this cross-pollinated control bringing people in the industry from China but it's well from Hong Kong particularly because China's got a Beijing film academy mm-hmm. you see which is actually world class very much a world standard it's almost like Rada or Lambda here so it's it's interesting how the world's going it's quite mad but one thing I'd always love to see is when you go to Shanghai where they have one of the biggest film sets in the world. Okay, biggest film studio the and all this stuff. biggest. Yeah, wow, you can never say the because it's always changing. They've probably got 12 of the <laughs> biggest because, you know, Pinewood moved into China recently as well. So one thing that you've got is I'd love to see the equivalent of the American tourists turning up the kids from a UCLA or something like this, uni trip going to China to see their film studios just to see how life can evolve. It would be quite fun, wouldn't it? So, yeah. Mm. So, it is different. A lot of the holidays, especially in Hong Kong, serve a practical use because the Hong Kong people don't want to just kick back and chill out. Some of them do. They'll go to Thailand, go on a beach or a beach resort. But a lot of them want to actually apply some sense of business or how does this benefit me it's by going? That's probably why everyone takes pictures because, like, I've been there, I've yeah. been there. But a, the <laughs> thing that's fascinating also is a lot of the guys that go to Japan are going on skiing trips. Mm-hmm. They're not going to see Tokyo or any of this. No, no. They're going literally on skiing or, trips. Or spa or... Yeah. Or water skiing mm-hmm. or something, you know. Yeah. It's quite weird. It's, so, a, it's like a themed holiday. Like yeah, because there's so much skiing in Japan. I tell you what, actually interesting, it's a bit of a segue. When we came back from LA through to Hong Kong last time, usually we dip just beneath uh, Japan, then rise up to drop into Seoul. But every so often you go straight over Japan. Mm. And from the sky, it's one of the most amazing countries to look at from a plain window because it's literally a spine of mountains. And then all of that coastline is where they've built up. So no one, pretty much no one lives in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, it's literally an entire, it's like a dinosaur back, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it's absolutely beautiful. All of that snow covered and then it falls into the, it's just quite an amazing sight, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really quite beautiful. And then Hong Kong coming in. I mean, this is the first thing that I notice, and we're just saying it's like to kind of bring a full wrapper, but... When you come into Hong Kong, the first thing I notice every time is how busy the sea is. Mm. There is no country in the world that I've seen um, that has such a busy, active coast. Mm. Because it's so populated by cargo ships and things that it literally from the sky looks like LA traffic almost. (laughs) But in boat form, you know, it's not quite that bad, but it's it's pretty, pretty crazy. And the thing that it's all an eclectic bunch of islands which makes it a fascinating place. 
Mm. And I would have given anything. And we got this, Pete. You saw a bit of this. And I think Shaq saw a nod to it. The first day filming. This yeah. is like going back when we did that simulator ride and yeah, do Hong, Hong Kong. Kong didn't we, yeah. But the original airport, I would have given anything. I would have been terrified if this had actually have happened in my life. <laughs> but when you flew in and you came through all the buildings, and stuff, that must have been radical. Yeah. That mm. really must have been radical to, to witness that. It was very noisy because my grandma was in the area. <laughs> really? So when you're on the phone, you, you yeah. had to actually well, the house stop. Is so shook you had to as stop well. when a, a plane was yeah. going through. Wait a minute, wait a minute, it's too noisy. Well, it's classic <laughs> film footage in that era. Yeah. Um, and a lot of nod back, like uh, nostalgia movies that one car wise made, where the houses shake because you're getting a rumble of the planes mm. coming through. <laughs> but it's it's it, even the new airport's nothing to say, oh, that's boring. It's a, it's a fascinating thing, the new airport. And it's. It really is quite fascinating. I think when you're coming into land and like you get these long haul flights, especially if you did Australia or something like that, which is almost the point where you really push insanity. You've been 10 hour plus on a plane and you want to actually murder someone by the end of it. It's kind of an amazing vibe where you come into that world and you're instantly relaxed to see that drop down. Mm. If you ever, you've been to South of Spain, haven't you? Granada yeah. area, stuff like this. So when you come into the South of Spain, you're basically getting what LA looks like. Mm. That kind of mountainous, sandy kind of yeah. thing. Oh, it's beautiful. It is crazy. It's very different. You've been back to Jamaica a lot, haven't you? Mm. Well, I say a lot. I'm less than I'd like to, but um, yeah. I've been back a few times. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So where's, where's, where's the place you'd go to? Because a lot of us only know Kingston and, you know, sort of the resort areas. But to be honest, because that's where my dad was from, that's all I've really gone to yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. I haven't really, like, ventured out too far anywhere. Um, I'm trying to think of another place. Because the last time that I went, I was quite young as well. I just need to go back again and just refresh yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah, just, just get, <laughs> just get yeah, to work. Yeah, we'll get next week. <laughs> yeah. I'm off that. Yeah, we'll take the Titanic. Yeah, yeah. So, it's all good. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 she's leaving soon, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair it's only it's the helicopter we've just bought we thought we'd name it Titanic name it Titanic yeah. okay so instead of sinking through water we're you're just, just going to sink crash. through the air no, just crash, mate. <laughs> can't crash there's no iceberg that's all to be honest they've all mounted anyway so it's no no it's going to be a stalactite that we hit isn't it yeah yeah <laughs> we're, we're aiming to uh, hit the uh, cloud rock formations mm. yeah mm. <laughs> the cotton wall rock formations <laughs> in the sky um, exactly. Yeah, but if you if you go to if you go too high up, you're in the uh, atmosphere, aren't you? So it's good atmosphere, mm-hmm. from what I've heard. Mm-hmm. But what I was going to say is, like with Jamaica, one of the things we wanted to do is actually do a bit of research on what the average Jamaican top ten package holidays would have been, because <laughs> I think down the road. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just yeah. the bus stop before the one I go to work. On. <laughs> do you reckon? Well, so if, you, if you live in Jamaica, then, you know, you're already well, yeah, you're chilled really out. Let me say something about Jamaican people because it's very important. I had a good mate, Leon, out there in Jamaica. And if he's listening, shout out to Leon. But basically through martial arts circuit when we're doing tournament fighting and stuff. And Leon said the funniest thing I've ever heard because... We've just discussed it in this. We said about the Americans coming here. Anyone who lives in paradise turns up in England, mm. and they're always like, "Oh, it's ama-, you know, it's amazing." Mm. I mean, sometimes it's especially when people come here to work from Africa or something like this. You're constantly going, "Man, but Africa's beautiful. What are you doing?" Mm-hmm. You know, and of course, there's a political rationale behind it. But a lot mm. of people want 
that luxury, that kind of uh, Mary Poppins world. There is mm. something here that we've got that's very unique and charming. It's very European. We just don't see it. We go desensitized <laughs> to it. But Leon always said, the thing about Jamaicans is that none of us want to turn up here. And we're so glad that we can go back when we've come here. <laughs> yeah. And we don't have that problem. You know, yeah. like you'll hear so, like, so many Indians will turn up, that's a better life than we've mm. got, you know. But realistically, having them, that's the kind of people Jamaicans are. Yeah. They're, they're sensible, yeah. smart. It's, it's, yeah. when, it's when my uncle comes over to visit and I say, oh, you know, how, how are you enjoying uh, uh, England? And it's like, too cool. Too cool. So I said, oh, go back to Jamaica. Yeah. <laughs> this is in the height of summer. Yeah, when we've got the highest weather since the 70s, still yeah, too cold, yeah. Exactly. But I mean, it's, it's just an amazing thing. Like, because it's such a, um, a robust culture, essentially Caribbean is mm. such an amazing Where culture. Where would they go on holiday? That's the point. Yeah, and actually, I had a lot of difficulty finding. <laughs> so you this actually looked into it. I, hey. I did, uh, but I only had a few resources. So and I, I couldn't <laughs> find ten. It's Jamaica, of course. There's <laughs> only going to be a few resources. Uh, what I found, um, basically, you know, what kind of deals they have. Amsterdam, Barcelona, Rome, New York. Mm, You know, sort of big cities. You can understand a taste of something else. And then what was a bit more interesting was uh, Cuba, Russia, Vietnam, and Costa Rica. Russia. Now, like I said, I didn't have very many resources. Mm -hmm. So this could be biased to something. But one thing that I uh, observed is that it depends on the airline links. Mm. of the travel agency so depending on what airline deals they can get Mm. those are the holidays that they can offer but whether or not you know they're popular i don't know if they are popular but that's what they offer it's interesting eh? jamaicans and russia areas whereas most of the ones we've done we found like yeah five of the top ten for the uk are europe Mm -hmm. Mm. yeah that one that's just very (laughs) it's very eclectic yeah Mm -hmm. it is amsterdam doesn't surprise me man like in the rest rest of (laughs) culture we won't get too controversial no 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 to be fair i think it's actually quite romantic and funny that it would come Mm. up and a pop-up because it's almost like you can imagine in a rastafarian culture that's the equivalent of living europe amsterdam you know I've been there and it's yeah. it's different, you know, and it's like, yeah, they got weed, but it's different kind of brand of weed, you know. But I love that. <laughs> no, you got to understand the Rastafarian culture yeah. in Jamaica. Yeah. It's it's literally like... It's cultural. Yeah. Well, it's not only culture, it's main religion, yes. you know. Yeah. And so it's... A lot of us can look at this as a joke, but, you you know, anyone who knows any Jamaicans, like, will they'll always tell you, and no, that's standard mm-hmm. it's like my mate Sai Patch who works with my dad big shout out to Patch he's worked for my dad all my life and uh, he's one of the uh, first Jamaicans I think my family ever knew like bloodline stuff and he's gone back to Jamaica every year since I was born you know and he was always telling us in the office like he's, he's saying like just come back for Jamaica he's like yeah literally three days ago I had a spliff about the site you know <laughs> And it's just, it's a monster split. You know, this is a thing. We're still PC, right? <laughs> yeah, no, this is basically, PC. Basically it's what totally I'm saying is, Amsterdam isn't a holiday to pilgrimage for them. <laughs> well, it's, I think it's, to, it's, actually, it's actually more like if you want to go to Seattle to try the first coffee that was ever poured mm-hmm. in Seattle, mm-hmm. as opposed to going to Spain for a coffee, you know, yeah. and you do the coffee tour of the world, 
it's kind of the same thing with a raster, you know. I'm going to check out the other, you know, thing. But Russia is mind-blowing. Yeah, mm, yeah Russia's a bit Russia's strange. a little odd, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine a Russian person and a Jamaican person having a conversation I'm with just, Well, I'm just literally thinking that is the best sitcom <laughs> idea the world has ever had. That'd be brilliant. You they know, both just live with each other. Well, if, it's crazy. No, here's the thing. If it was Russia and Jamaica in the Cold War, not the mm. US and Russia, it would have been hilarious. Because <laughs> it is a war and it's bloody cold in Russia and so in Jamaica that's death what a what a great film that would be <laughs> Russian I can't see it I cannot I'm sure see cool, it I'm sure cool running or something similar yeah yeah <laughs> to make people yeah. go to a cold place <laughs> pretty pretty sure yeah, yeah that was yeah. like what was that was Vancouver or something? Something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Cool Runnings. That is such oh, a great a film. Great Fantastic. Film. And a true story. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's based on the true story. I saw that at the cinema. Actually. Mm, really? I'm that old, yeah. Wasn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing it, me and my mate. I was four, that, yeah. so. We came out speaking <laughs> we came out speaking like Jamaicans. It was oh, amazing. <laughs> but it's it's funny because um and this will be the end. This will be the wrap. But we have to bring uh, Jamaica into it because it's been following us since the Star Shack when <laughs> we saw Jamaican uh, Independence Day in Birmingham and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But one thing that's interesting about Cool Runnings is um, that's a predominantly quite an interesting time in life that was because basically that started a trend of a lot of black cinema mm-hmm. mixing into um, popular culture. Mm-hmm. And it's it's it should happen again, really. I'm hoping Black Panther does that. Yeah, so much. But the thing is, I'm already here. Uh, I won't get too far into it. But I'm already hearing complaints about this and that with Black Panther. So um, I won't go too. Well, far everyone into it, everyone can like... speculate because I haven't seen the film. I yeah. think it's it's a bit like everyone speculated with Luke Cage. Yeah. yeah. Um, when that came out on Netflix, mm-hmm. and I really love that. Well, it's I, great because it's it's throwback to Spike Lee. It's throwback yeah. to a lot of great cinema. So, mm-hmm. anyway. If any of Jamaica's listen out there and you've been to Russia, tell us your experience in the comment yeah. box below because we're fascinated how you survived it. Indeed. It's amazing. We don't have a comment box on the podcast. That's true. So find the YouTube Go, one. And, yeah. Go and watch the YouTube or, video and comment or, on that. Or simply email one of us, pretty much Pete. Just email yeah. Pete. You'll find him. He's, uh, he's got a cult. Uh, it's, it's online unicorn slayer at, yeah. at unicorns.com. that's right see I'm just pretty much yeah, yeah I'm still trying to get my head up because like Russia is like colder than here which mm. is one of the very few places on earth that is yeah you know so that's good mm. I'm surprised we have fridges in England to be honest <laughs> we should have hot boxes shouldn't we or should just keep everything outside to yeah, keep yeah. Well, I, I got, I got, this is the best story I've got to end on this story because it's vacation I went on a skiing trip yeah. one time and uh, I can tell you this now because we're old and we're so good but at the time we were all kind of like 16 and uh, I was 16 a lot of them were 15 I was the oldest because one of the oldest in my year and they used to run off it was in Piancavello North Italy and all of the lads would run off at night and go to all these off-license equivalents and stack up on everything you've ever seen. Like, basically a minibar. Mm. So anything that was cheap, alcoholic, pretty much bad aftershave, <laughs> whatever it was, they just get loads of this stuff and bring it back to the dorm. I never drank. So yeah. I'm like, what the hell are you doing, lads? Mm. So there was this one time where the uh, teachers caught wind of it. 
And literally, because you're in a skiing chalet, behind the window was just this ton of ice and, and snow, you know, just mounded up. Yeah. So as soon as they heard the teacher doing rounds and he could hear everything because it's wooden, you know, in a chalet, they just chucked everything in the window and it hit the snow perfectly and, yeah. fought, and it just lined up <laughs> like a bar. And I'm like, that's, it, that's awesome, yeah. you know. But he did the raid in the room, never thought to open a window, and we were all laughing so hard, like Fantastic. such a funny thing, you know. But they got some seriously weird stuff. Almond schnapps, which just by the sound just makes you want to headbutt a spike or something. Okay. So yeah, but Piancavella, brilliant place, was an Olympic venue, and uh, it's a beautiful place. In Italy. Anyone who wants to ski, great mm. place to do it. Anybody who wants almond schnapps? Anyone who wants yeah. to... <laughs> I'm not going to sell this to the kids, <laughs> but anyone who wants to experience a really awesome skiing resort, that's the place. <laughs> it's very good, uh, all of this. And kids, if you're listening, don't drink. Mm. Don't drink underage, even though in Italian law it isn't. Doesn't give you a reason to do it. Who am I kidding? Whatever. <laughs> I'm not your parent. Don't listen to me. <laughs> Off you go and enjoy your almond snaps. So, Indeed. yeah. Thanks for listening. That's us done. What a great conversation. That's good. I think we've walked away from travel. Mm. So we've kept ourselves unique on vacation. And if you're going on vacation for Christmas, travel safe and have a good time. Over to Win for the wrapper. Don't forget to watch Project FIA on Amazon.co.uk and Amazon.com. Our YouTube channel is FIA Gets Tubed. Feel free to comment and also reach out to us on Twitter. Our handle is Project FIA. Mm-hmm.